Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for their services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. Shaking my body Battle 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Bears Corner, the final Bears Corner before the season begins properly. The real action begins at Rugby Park on Saturday night, Saturday dinner time, if you like that kind of thing. First of all, before we get started, very uh, pleased that G4 Claims and Company Swiss are on board this season to back the podcast. We thank them for all the support that the show is throughout the year. And, you know, season and whatever else you want to say. <laughs> Joining me this evening is none other than the legend that is Paul at Seas. Now, you conked too earlier, so I'm worried about you in case you start <laughs> electricity and all that. So, are you all right? I have to caveat that with say Scott says conked too. I don't, doesn't mean like I fell off my chair or anything like that. My, I don't know what my, I lost my camera. So I had to sort of come back in, go out and come back in again. But yes, I think I'm all right. I think I've, I think I've uh, stabilised the situation. Uh, we're good to go. And um, for some reason, we'll get two geos. Two geos. That's that's a. By the way, so you get two geos. That's a. We've got eight geos. There he is. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. Uh, technical difficulties, it's happening all over the camp tonight, so apologies. <laughs> I've got a dog barking in there, by the way, if you can hear it then. <sighs> Sorry. Um, Paul, see me a camera minute. Hi. Me and you were just saying it was probably an improvement. Anyway, joining us below Paul at Seas is, of course, Gio. How are we, my friend? I'm all right. I'm all right, big lad. I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing? Here, we've got a new signing as well tonight. Yes. Yes. And we have the last personal assistant, as you can see. Snagsy, how are we, my friend? Good, mate, good. And uh, just so you understand the depth of my duties as Wasp's personal assistant, um, <clears throat> he was looking for Assassin's Creed, right? So me and him are doing this Assassin's Creed challenge on Xbox, right, to complete them all 100%. And uh, he always messages me, Snags, Snags, what Assassin's Creed game comes after the one that I'm playing? I'm like, right, it's such and such. And he's like, how's it no on Game Pass? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't control Microsoft's Game Pass, mate. And he's like, no. <laughs> How can I get it? I'm like, right, eBay. Here's one for £2.15 on eBay. Oh, brilliant. Yes, cheers, Snags. Yes. Message me today. Snags, it's not here yet. I'm like, I mate, I don't know if you know it. Doesn't work the same as a shop? Like, you've got to wait for the person to physically post it and then it will come to you. Aye, but that's no good. And I'm like, aye, but that's not my fucking fault. So, aye, I'm my personal assistant. I thought I'd share that with you. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. <laughs> um, wait, did we add the start saying a bit if you want to come on the show? And I know Lainey Campbell said Scott, but we, I don't know if she's just waving to me personally. That's the geo treatment usually. I don't usually get that kind of treatment. Um, or if you want, or, or, or if you want to come on the show, the show that's absolutely fine. Just DM us, and we can we can sort that out. All right, we'll get Scott's personal assistant to sort that out. Who we can? I don't. Have <laughs> I'm not important enough for that shit. So unfortunately, we don't have that. But I'll sort it out myself while they talk. <laughs> smash everyone leave. You know, might be smash everyone then leave. I don't. I mean, <laughs> about winning. Just smash everybody and then leave. That's it. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> um, love it. Uh, FMD else wants to come on as well tonight. Then just get in touch with us and and any of the, the social media platforms. I can see people messaging already, so I'll check that once we get into the conversation. Final preseason game last week. We were away at Hoffenheim. Um, 
a game of two halves, we should say, to each draw. 2-0, horrific performance in the first half. Defensively, it was like watching a Sunday league team. Much better second half. Much, much better second half. Still not perfect, but still a lot better than what the first half was. So, we're not going to spend tons and tons of time on it because we want to get to the real thing, which is the weekend. Um, morning, Mo. Can I... Morning? Evening, Mo. Can, right. I just say, can I just say I'm really, really sorry, Mo, because Mo had very kindly secured me a ticket to go to the museum opening, or the museum, on Tuesday, Monday? Monday it was? Monday. Um, and I had uh, booked in to go and view venues to the possible future live shows and live podcasts from more of which we'll get to later on as well. Um, and I couldn't make it, and I apologise for that, Mo. Um, I appreciate the, the the thought that you and Paul sees actually had me in the thoughts to, to go to that and Paul will update us on the museum and his experience of it um, later on in the show because by all accounts Paul it was very very impressive so very we'll was. Very was very much so it was very much so 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 very it seems to me that no matter who we put in at fullback on the left-hand side, I mean, is, is doing their best to no get the jersey long-term, right? Whether it's Borna or whether it's Ridvan. Now, Ridvan has impressed me on the whole since he since he became a Rangers player. So I'm willing to, to give him a wee bit of time here. I think he deserves that. Borna's time, I think, possibly he's come and gone. And I like Borna, but I think his time's possibly come and gone. Um, on the other side, Tav is the enigma to end all enigmas because his numbers are incredible. What he's achieved at the club, probably more personally than collectively for the team in the club, is brilliant. But he cannot defend. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolute fact. So we'll start with you, Paul. The defensive issues, but more importantly, I would say, because we are getting players back now in centre-half, which will hopefully help in that situation, but full-backs are a worry. They've been a worry for a couple of seasons, if I've been frankly honest. Um, but you're right. Um, Tav's Tav's numbers speak for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's it's off off the scale really for a right back. But the only issue is he, he just he struggles to defend, which for a defender is uh, it's pretty poor. Um, Bonner, you're right. I think his time has come and gone. He's got a year left in his contract. We either stick with him and let him go for nothing, or we cash in on him now for what little we could get. Um, personally, I would let him go as long as they got some more defensive cover brought, brought in there. I'm like you, I'd give uh, Yilmaz a bit more time. Uh, he's looked pretty okay when he, when he has played. He's starting to come on to a bit of a game towards the end of last season. And then he seems to shuffle down at the team in pre-season as, as Bill was rotating through. And he had a bit of a stinker, if we're being frankly honest. But we all get we all get bad days at work. Do you know what I mean? These guys are, aren't superhuman. They're just normal human beings like ourselves. You know, we all have a bad... Oh, a bad day at the office. It just so happens he's a he's a couple of uh, a couple of bad days at the office, but they've only really been about forty five minutes a time. Um, but overall, I think there's there's I think there's room for optimism with the Um Not a bad such Tavernier. Well, you know, I say he's great going forward, not great defensively. They do have cover there with Sterling, um, and I'd like to think he's probably going to push him on for a place. The actual centre of defence. Although you see we get guys coming back, it's still a massive worry for me. I think I think across the entire defensive line, back four, it's a massive worry 
because we're still making the same mistakes we were making two seasons ago, and that is wholly unacceptable. I mean, it cost cost um, uh, Van Vogt cost his job in many respects. Our defensive mistakes, too many draws, too many stupid goals lost, and if we if we don't start, especially the left center left uh, center back area. It could end up costing Billy's job because we have to, we really have to be solid, really, really have to be solid because that's our defense is our weak point, and it's just it's it's something he's addressed. Problem is, Snaggy, and and again, getting at the centre half side of things, if you're bringing Connor Goldson back in, yes, he has a mistake in him, but Connor Goldson, in the whole in his Rangers career, has been not too bad to be fair. Solid, decent, yeah. <clears throat> um, playing on the left hand side, if you can keep John Suter fit, I think he's a worthy, you know. Um, partner for Connor Goldson. I would still like to see another centre-half sign because I know Ben Davies is biggest fan. I would like to see him move on for the club. And I think you've got Leon Balligan there who we know is going to play a bit part role. He knows that himself. But I think it looks a wee bit better knowing that Connor Goldson's mm. back in full training and knowing that John Suter is back training. I'm a wee bit more confident than what I was, you know, pre and the middle of and the post-match Hoffenheim. Aye. And I think as well, mate, you know, just to sum up what, what Paul it's, he's said really... Um, you know, but a bit shorter, taking a bit less time. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I think what's important for the squad going forward, you know, we've already identified that, you know, teams around the world know what our weaknesses are, but the key for us is rotation. And I think that's why we've heavily invested in, in the squad in those in those positions in particular, so that we have um good 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 rotational options depending on who the opposition is because when we're coming up against teams like you know uh, Olympiacos you know teams te- te- teams of good European pedigree um, we need to be smarter and we need to have cover for those areas of weakness that you know are easily identifiable if you catch my drift and I think um, you know going forward into the season as long as we get those partnerships and rotation options right then um, you know I think we'll be all right to be honest it's no concern to me too much right now and as you mentioned obviously Conor Golson coming back is a massive massive um, you know rock solid shore up there um, so it'll be interesting to see how that how, the, how you know how that plays out over the season but for me I think I think we'll be all right yeah Gio going further up the park mate and Danilo had a wee cameo a couple of nice wee touches I'd like to see him start the game uh, on Saturday um, and really go off to a flyer in his Rangers career. And big tequila slammers with an mm. absolute stunning header, yeah. playing well, um, really so far has grown into that jersey. We question though, as we were talking about um, before we came on, does it stifle Todd Cantwell, the fact that Cantwell's kind of deeper now? Or will it be in, in the, Scottish, the Scottish League where maybe the opposition isn't he as... Advanced, should we say, to get yeah. Todd then roam forward back into the positions he was in last year? Because I mean, if, if we're going to see it Saturday, listen, when we preview the commander game, they're practically going to have five across the middle of the park, try yeah. to flood that area and stifle the midfield. So, is that where Todd does get licensed in to roam free and, and run and go beyond the striker? Yeah, I think so, mate. I think, I think long term, Bale is probably looking to pair the likes of Fuentes and Raskin. In that in that that sort of midfield role and allow the likes of Todd Cantwell, who is probably the third midfielder, the third sort of central midfielder, to be able to run and, and have a wee bit more license with the ball. We've seen him play in that position quite a lot last season, didn't we? But he tended to be able to, to drift more. Yeah. Like you say, mate, with, with Sam Lammers there, is it is it gonna stifle him a bit? Is he go are they gonna take up similar positions? And it's gonna be a hell of a job to try and fit all that attacking talent 
and let them have a, a system and a style of play that, that still allows us to be defensively solid as well, isn't it? It's all yeah. right having five cracking attackers or six even cracking attacking players on the field, but you've still got to have some guys who can do the dirty work in the hard yards. We talked and commented last season, particularly how, how we were all taken aback at, at Todd Cantwell's work rate and his work ethic and how he was prepared to get around the pitch and do the hard yards. And, and you know, I, you know, again, we've talked a wee bit about pre-season. I don't think anyone's come out of pre-season with flying colours, but we know mm-hmm. what Todd Cantwell can give us. And, and whenever the season starts, I'm hoping he can complement the likes of Sam Lammers and, and the spaces each other takes up will allow the other to have a, li- a little bit more freedom and a wee bit more movement into those areas where defensively players or maybe or defensive players or opposition players are then attracted to them and allowing them to to fill in those spaces. So, look, it's exciting, mate. Last year, last season, we were crying out for some, you know, real depth to our attacking attacking line when whenever Alfie was there and Kemp was there and they just weren't firing. Now we've got really, really good options now. So, like Snags was saying, it's all about rotation. In the in the league, he's probably going to have to play more attacking players to be able to cut, cut open and carve open those things. But away from home, he might have a decision to make when it comes into Europe or when it comes to the bigger games, is he going to pick one or the other? Yeah, totally. Totally agree with that. And that's obviously why Michael Beale gets the, the, the big bucks to to make those decisions and, and ultimately will live or die by those decisions as Rangers manager. When Aldo came in to the chat, he did, he said Geo three times. I presume he was singing the Geo, Geo, Geo. I'll apologise um, to, to Gio here live on the podcast because that's right, I did put a recap for last week's show and I, I even included Snags, even though he's not on Twitter and I forgot to add in Gio. I didn't even know. Um, sorry, sorry I'm, really, I'm really, really sorry about that, Gio. Actually, sorry, I was teaching me Photoshop, as you'll have learned last week, and I get 100 lines last week. Must not forget Gio on Twitter. So I'll never do that again, I promise. I'll never do that. <laughs> it's all right, man, it's all right. Well, We've got a couple of questions for the viewers this evening as the pod progresses. One from Snagsy and one from Paul at Seas. So I'm going to hand over to Snags to do his um, question first. And then we'll go to Paul at Seas and he can do his. And what we'll do is the best answer for <coughs> Snagsies will give away a, a prize um, on the pod. And the best or the first to get the, the ones that Paul says, because Paul's made a kind of question, a quiz type question, then we will we'll give away a prize for that as well. So Snagsy, floor is yours, mate. Thank you very much, Scott. So this evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, my question is, do you have a particular uh, routine, ritual, superstition that you must do before games, like, you know, tapping the fridge three times, you know, opening the oven 24 times, wearing your favourite pants, pouring peanut butter on your head or something like that, that you have to do every game. <laughs> Otherwise, you fear that Rangers might lose. What is All of the above. Let us, know. <laughs> let us know what you do. Stab somebody, you know, kick a ball at somebody's ass. I don't know. Just let us know. <laughs> Again, all of the above. See, the best superstition will win a prize on the podcast. Paul, it sees. <coughs> Uh, okay, um, so it was a shop there, wasn't it? And I primed it for <laughs> Yeah, so I was just, I was just, there's four Brazilians uh, who have uh, signed for Rangers. And I have said the word signed. Can you name them? Well, one's obvious, isn't it? Unless you're putting ah. him in his Dutch because he's going to start playing for the Dutch national team, apparently. So. Could be a stewards inquiry there, but we'll put him as Brazilian in this. <laughs> we'll put him as Brazilian, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got, 
No, I've actually got two more, but I can't. I can't think of a fourth one. And we can't answer. Remember, Paul. Can we give a clue? I one's just seen for us. Paul. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Paul will reveal the answers later on. So there's the two. There's the two questions for this week's pod. Keep answering as we go through. The best superstition wins a prize, and the first to get the four. So Paul, you keep your eyes peeled in the comments, mate, for the four answers coming in that are correct, and you can you can. Um, give that prize away. Yeah. Right, preseason's finished. Let's ditch preseason. It's done. It's by way. The quest for fifty six is about to begin. In just forty, well, less than forty eight hours now, Rangers will take to the pitch, the shite plastic pitch at Rugby Park, um, for our opening day fixture against Kilmarnock, managed by Derek McInnes. Obviously, I did a wee bit of digging on Rangers opening day fixtures in the last 12 years. Now, bearing in mind, we've not always been in the top flight in those those years. Um, in 10-11, we played Kelly Ibrooks in 1-2-1. Um, in 11-12, we, we drew with Hearts, one each. That was Ali's first league game in charge. 12-13, we drew with Peter Head up there. Um, we didn't even have a strip, remember. We had no money, no kits, but they gave us a body play with. 13 and 14, we beat Brecon 4 1 at Ibrooks. 14 and 15, of course, that defeat to Hearts at Ibrooks, um, where we equalised. And then two seconds later, we were about two seconds to go. Hearts went up the part and won the game. 15 mm. 16, Matt Warburton's first league game, league game in charge. We beat uh, Ian Murray St. Mirren 3 1. 16 17, our return to the top flight. We drew one each with Aki's. Um, shocking that. 17 18, we beat Motherwell away in Pedro's first. Uh, league game in charge. Uh, no, first sorry, first league game of that season in charge. Two one, we won that game. Eighteen nineteen was of course Stephen Gerrard's first league game in charge of Rangers. One each up at Pataudry. Nineteen twenty was down at Rugby Park and won two one. Connor Goldson's header. Twenty twenty one, the start of the the invincible fifty five season. We beat Aberdeen one 0 away. Uh, Ryan Kent getting the goal. Twenty one twenty two, we beat Levy three 0 at Ibrooks. And then last season we beat Levy two one at uh, Livingston. So Rangers are unbeaten in top flight <clears throat> opening day fixtures since what? Was it something like, oh, I can't remember the date. I've wrote it down somewhere, but I can't even remember the date. It was a long, long time ago. 98, 99, I think was the last time we get beat in the top flight in the opening day. Kelly having to beat us for fucking years in the, t- in, in the, the opening day. So the odds are in our favour in terms of quality, in terms of the stats, but we kind of take them for granted because Paul sees that plastic pitch as a leveller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The odds be always in our favour. Uh, it's quite games. Yeah. No, Paul, uh, sorry, mate. Before I wish you could share that we tweet you put out you shared with us today about the that team that that we team in Scotland somewhere and that their pitch their pitch was immaculate. I mean, yeah. this is a this is probably a, a team several like. 30 leagues below ourselves or something. Yeah, the, east, east, the east of Scotland. Uh, oh. East of Scotland uh, junior leagues. Mate, the pitch was like a bowling green. It was absolutely immaculate. And how are we team like that with probably very little funds can afford to, to put out a, a pitch like that? An all, a, a normal grass pitch. And yet we have teams in our, our top league playing on, on fucking bits of rubber tyres and, and synthetic pitches. It's still beyond me to this stage. Shite, it's shite, shouldn't be allowed, but it's shite. Last 10 meetings between Kelly and Rangers, Kilmarnock have won two of them, scoring eight goals. Rangers have won eight, scoring 17 goals with five clean sheets. We have an aggregate score of 12 3 um, in the last six league meetings. But what? 
Shardell, I didn't get a work permit. This guy actually signed, actually signed oh, and was at the club. Disputing my facts. All right, that's fine. That's cool. No, no. You're disputing my digging there. I was going to go, excuse me. <laughs> no, <laughs> research no. policies. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Carry on, carry on. So, sorry, boss. <laughs> <laughs> your thoughts going on here. We've got a good record in opening day fixtures, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. Our only defeat in the last 12 years coming at home to Hearts in the, the championship season, the first season in the championship for us. Are we confident ahead of this one? Uh, yes, we are. I think so, yeah. Um, uh, very much so. And uh, I'm just going to do this. Just so That's correct. Well done, Jay Gallagher. Oh. Uh, well done. It was... Kaka no alone signing, but no, he actually signed but never played. He was oh, alone he signing, he was... but he, he was alone signing, but he was, here, he was here for a season, but never never actually played a game. I bet he wasn't yeah. actually signed by us, he was alone signing. You said permanently signed, did you know? No, no, I said signed. We have to rewind that, won't we? Stuart Inquiry, VAR. Yeah, I said, no, I said, right. 2000, I said 2001, I, said, I believe that was Kaka. I said, I emphasized the word signed. Oh, so, you fucking oh. Oh, it's, it's played in the reserve. I'm not sure it's quite, but Jay was the first one there anyway. <laughs> Any chance we could rewind the show and have a... Oh, nice one. Nice one. Cheers, Simi. Well done, Simi. Cheers, Simi. He's a background guy, isn't he? He comes out to show the stuff. <laughs> comes out to just show the prizes. Unfortunately, you can't display the prize for this evening because we don't have it yet, okay? But we will have a prize, okay? So, okay. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, to go back, yes, I'm, I'm feeling confident about uh, Saturday. Uh, I think we should have too much firepower from them. As I say, the, I know we've discussed this at length, plastic pitches, let's not go into that again. They can be a leveller, but I do believe we'll have um, too much for them. Um, and I'm, I'm not over, I wouldn't say I'm extreme. <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm overly confident, as in, you know, it's smugly overly confident, but I am confident that we will get a, get a result. Gio, the last time Kelly Beaton's an open day fixture was 1901-02. Paul yeah, yeah. with three. Um, so it's he'll, he'll probably remember it well, to be fair, sitting in his wee. I was, old, I was, I was older than that. I, mean, I was in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts, Gio, ahead of this one? Do you know what, man? I, I'm still quite nervous about it. I, I think, you know, you mentioned possibly bringing Ryan Jack in um, from the beginning. I, I don't know if he'll risk Ryan Jack. Will the new players, will a lot of those new players sort of be tried out or chanced? Will he go with the tried and tested? Will he bring Connor Golson back? So many questions, mate. I'm just, I'm buzzing. I have nervous excitement for it, if you know what I mean. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Like you said, it, it's, it's you know, pre-season's done, it's over. I don't think, like I said, anyone came out of pre-season with flying colours. Sam Lammers probably did. He scored a couple of goals and, and looked pretty pretty good in stages. But you know, I'm just I'm just looking forward, man. I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, we know, we know what sort of game we're going to get. The typical Derek McKenna say, you know, he's going to have a. There are a bunch of hammer throwers at the best of time. He's going to have them all fired up and ready, and he knows exactly what way to come out and play against us. There's a couple of ones that are saying Trans Scotsman saying five 0 attack. I would absolutely love that. But like I used to say last season, I would take a scuddy one nil off somebody's arse. Not Alfie's arse anymore, but somebody's arse in the 90th minute, mate. So anybody's arse, just anybody's arse can be stuck out. I don't care who's arse. Scots, Scots, Scots arse. So Fuentes arse might come into well, maybe not. Just as we were saying about Tav earlier, Tav's either scored or assisted a goal in match day one 
in four of the of the last five Premiership seasons. He scored against Aberdeen in 18-19, a penalty. He assisted versus Kelly in 19-20. He assisted two against uh, Levy in 21-22, and he scored that wonderful three free kick last last year against mm-hmm. Livingston in the opening day. <laughs> Just shows you the qualities that James Tavernier can bring. And when you're playing with a team, and I've, I've looked at Kilmarnock, um, some of their fixtures in, in uh, the League Cup and stuff like that, and when you're playing with a team that's probably going to set up a 3-5-2, flood the midfield and make it hard for Rangers to play, they'll try and stop your Cantwell, Lammers, you know, Dill, your ball players getting the ball and threading it through to the attackers. We need to make sure that we don't become disjointed and we don't leave... You know, I felt at times Dessers was isolated last Saturday and it was really, really a tough gig for him in a pre-season friendly when he's trying to show his worth for the team. We need to, we need to somehow combat that. Tav and whoever starts at left-back has a, has a huge role to play in that. If they've got five there and there's three across the back, overload down the flanks. There's space in there. Drag the centre-half suit. Create the space for Danilo, Cantwell, whoever else, um, Lammers to run through the middle or whoever starts, you know, Dessers or whatever. But we need to watch we don't get dragged into their game, their fight, their, you know, play football, be sensible, be intelligent on the ball and we'll win the game. Agreed, mate. And I think uh, one of the major advantages that we have uh, is obviously quality. But but secondly, um, I don't know if you know this, but Kilmarnock ship 16 players in the transfer window, including dirty bastard Alan Power. I wonder what happened to him. Is he away? Um, Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. They got rid of him. Um, and obviously remember that tackle he put on Rand? Remember that high kick yeah. he put on Rand Jack a couple of seasons ago when he never even got... I think got Jack might have got booked for it, so... <laughs> I, think you did, I think you're right. Um, and so obviously they're, they're, they're going through a massive transitional period. The players like Jordan Jones and stuff finished their loan back to Wigan and shit like that. So, um, And I think they scraped as well. They scraped in the cup, didn't they, against Albion 2-1 just. So, mm. mate, I think... Um, this game is in our favour and we've got loads of players who are going to want to hit the ground running and impress on the first day and I can honestly see us giving them an absolute tanking and I'm fucking here for it. Oh, I hope you're right. I really do. Kelly finished 10th last season. They made the semi-final of the League Cup, the quarter-final of the Scottish Cup. They are, of course, managed by Derek McInnes. As Snags, he says, the amount of players that have have been shipped out over the summer, players like Blair Alston, their captain, Alan Power, Ash Taylor as well, who was a centre-half, who was a stalwart for Derek McInnes at Aberdeen as well. Um, and then Lee Hodson finished his loan and has now left the club as well um, they've signed Matty Kennedy for Aberdeen Matty Watkins for Aberdeen Lewis Mayo of course has joined permanently after being on loan from Rangers last season so they are as Snagsy says in a transitional period the same as ourselves um, the difference is we have the pressure of having to win every single week mm. they probably don't you know just finishing 10th or 9th or something like that and better than last season is probably enough for them for us we need to hit the ground running <laughs> And build towards this Old Firm game uh, in the fourth league match of the season at Ibrox. We cannot go into that with anything less than nine points, regardless what happens across the city. It, quite frankly, it doesn't matter. Rangers have to go into that full throttle, full pelt, full steam ahead, and have Ibrox absolutely rocking that day um, in the hope to take you know, the first points against them of the season. And that there can be the catalyst, as we've seen in Gerrard's season, Paul, in the 55 season, you know, we had a fantastic start to the league. Disney always need to be pretty. It just we just have to win. That's that's the ultimate. We just have to win. We went to Parkhead. We figured out a way to beat them there. We 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 done it two 0 Connor Goldson, of course, a big belter with two goals. And we need to, you know, we need to build to that game. We need to make sure we win that. But we we can't look ahead to there and forget the first three fixtures. But we have to be building towards that. Absolutely, and as you rightly pointed out, they can't take the eye off the of the ball of the first three fixtures. They've got to win them. 
you can only you can only beat what's put in front of you, and you have to take it. I know, I know it's an old cliche, um, there's some cliches. You can only beat what's put in front of you, and you have to take it one game at a time. So, oh, I said, fast one, come. Um, I don't know. I just it's, it's well, man, I stuck us here. I stuck us in a boil wash and made sure it was extra tight for tonight. Fucking Super Cooper t-shirt. And fucking I mean? go, oh, the, 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 the crowd are recognising this is a pro shirt. You know what I mean? They're like, fucking hell, Snags. You've done well. Oh, nah, did you, did you, did you I fleeced you this time, Snags. Oh, fucking hell. You pay well, did I got hard. <laughs> Gio, just how yes. important, mate, is it to start positively on Saturday and, and gain a bit of momentum? Somebody, I think it was John McLeish, mentioned about what what we think about the European draw, uh, the fact that we now know it's Servette, etc., that we're playing in the in the, the Champions League, and we will get to that. But you know, it's, it's hugely important we start positively on Saturday. We get the points, we get back up the road, and then we can start planning for the Champions League qualifier. Massively, mate. Obviously, you know when when I think back to that that game away uh, when we won fifty five against Aberdeen, and you know when Ryan Kent scored that goal. You knew going away in your very first game of the season against a relatively hard team, although a very small team in Aberdeen. Um, you know, and um, beating them and, and beating them so well, we, we we really played well that day. If we can do the same today, it builds that momentum into the European game, and then it's only a couple of games until we've got the until we've got the old firm game. So it, it, it's massively imperative, mate. I see some of the guys talking about the referees and stuff, and and and. We've already mentioned pitches, you know, again, if this team goes out, like Snag was saying, with the right attitude, with everyone pushing in the right direction and, and, and rightly pushing for a starting place, because the squad is so big in those attacking areas, a lot of people are going to be, start, you know, wanting to stake a place. So, you know, hopefully, mate, it's just a matter of going out there. I know I always joke and say, oh, Scotty, 1-0 win, but going and winning convincingly, 3-4-5-0, you know, could make, could put down a real marker for, for, for coming the first couple of games of the season anyway. Well, they call him as the ref on Saturday, I believe, so <laughs> there's a fucking level of right away. Um, That's Paul, a minus two, isn't it? That's a minus two to start. Hi. Paul's asking, when will Bill reveal his European squad? I'm no idea, but I'd imagine it would be pretty soon that he would have to confirm it, given the game's on um, Wednesday night. So uh, we'll find out then. I'm sure there'll be a few that were disappointed, given the size of his squad. That's just the way it goes. If we're led to believe, you know, reports in the press, etc. But Fashion Sakala looks as though he could be away. By the way, see if you look at and listen, I am not comparing Fashion Sakala with Jota that left them, right? Yeah, same. You look at the stats, stats and the goals and the assists. Fashion Sakala's bit better numbers in less yeah. game. Okay. So I think four million's fair though. For a free transfer who who hasn't exactly set the world the If we manage to get four million quid for him, I know it's Saudi money and all that there. I would like fucking 40 million but you know I still think 4 million you know for a free transfer who, who statistically has done reasonably well but in big games you know I, I was I was thinking about this today we we all know our own Rangers heroes and our, and our, our favourite players of the past every one of those favourite players of the past has done something in big moments for Rangers do you know what I mean yeah. your Hatleys your McCoys your Goffs your Gorms your Loudrops your Alberts all of those big players that we remember, the reason why we remember them is because they've done so well in big games. I can remember Alberts going half halfway up the pitch and scoring a thunderbolt against Celtic. I can remember Loudrup's goal when he chipped the keeper. I can remember Ali McCoy's goals and all the ones. That's why they're so big. Do you know what I mean? And that's why we love those players. Fashion Sakala, unfortunately, doesn't produce some big moments, and that's why, unfortunately, he won't be around much longer. Yeah. 
yeah. But listen, a, a contribution, uh, a the contribution he's made to the club. Um, I'm sure every Rangers supporter wishes him well. If he is going to make the move, um, and you know, four million made for the club, as you said, Gio. And if you add the the, the five and a half that apparently you're supposed, you're supposed to be getting for for Glenn Kamara, you know, there's a decent return there on players that we spent fifty grand on. So. Yeah. You know, the club have to be praised for that. We criticise them with the Morelos situation, with the Ryan Kent situation, where we don't make any money on those players. We have to actually praise them in this instance because we, we have made decent money on players that never cost the club an arm and a leg. So so that's good. Yeah. I just noticed there, Louis Smith coming into the chat. Hi, guys. Louis, of course. And I want to thank everybody who took part and bought a random number for the, the kind um, prints that, that are the kind print and shop Nagsy donated to the podcast. Linda um, actually bought the shirt outright, believe it or not, um, which was mental and incredible. Uh, before, it actually, I think there was one person bought a number or two people that bought a number or something like that. And they were very understanding when I said to them that there was an offer made on it and said, no, listen, it's worth it. Go for it. And um, she was <laughs> the lucky one that was picked out <laughs> in the random number generator um, to get the price. Just as well you videoed that, didn't you? Do you know what I mean? I know. I was on the phone. To, I was on the phone to Gio just minutes before I done it, and I said, "Gio, I'm going to video this and I'm going to put it up, and it's going to just be both." There you go. That's it. Whoever's one's one, and that's it. I should say none of the guys on the pod bought any of it because we thought if we buy one, sod's law, we get called out, and then you think, "Oh, for fuck's sake, a fix and all that." Oh, no, it's totally independent. A random number generator, and that's how it went. So, well done, Linda, and I will get them to you. It's just been a busy week, but I will get oh, them to done. you at some point. I look out for more. Look out yes, for more. Look out for more. There's more stuff going to come on the podcast, by the way, for for you for you to win. Which, by the way, I mean, Geo kindly gave me that. Look at that. 150 anime. Look at it. We have to do we have to do more of those we giveaways as well, don't we? They're class. Yes. Yes, definitely. We'll get more of them up and running. There's been changes to how the VAR is done in Scotland. Well, no changes, but we now have two full-time VAR officials. And Andrew Dallas and Greg Aitken. <laughs> Probably right now, there is a set of people going through their history with a fine tooth comb. And What's good? Then they go to? <laughs> linking them to the Crown Bar, probably, or, 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 or something. You know what they're like. You've, I don't know if you've seen the videos of the online where, you know, we have to stop treating them like second class citizens and all that oh, fucking violent stuff. Do you know what I mean? Just fucking grow up, God. It's a game of football. Look how many titles you've won in the last fucking 15 years. It's the worst conspiracy in the world. We're shite at conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy. It's pure shite. <laughs> fucking grow up. No, everybody's against you. But guess what? Nobody fucking likes you. Well, some people like you. We don't. But anyway, <laughs> we're, thought, sorry, we're thoughts on that VAR thing there because a full-time official, what does that entail? What does that bring? Somebody just sitting in front of the screen looking at it. But how do they know what game they're looking at? Are they overseeing all the games? I know there's an interview in Sky today, but I've got to be honest with you, I'm doing a podcast and I love the Rangers, but I didn't really sit down and watch the referee, how the referee's talking. See if it's no Mike McCurry, I'm not fucking interested, Paul. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it will be, they'll be sitting in, in a room and they'll have all the matches on and their attention will be drawn to one specific thing and they'll go and deal with that and they'll go and deal with the next contentious issue. I, that, that's kind of how American sports work. If you watch, if you watch uh, NFL or if you watch baseball, they always, they're always talking to somebody back in, in New York 
set if you I've now watched a lot of baseball, so it's always it's one person sitting in New York who looks at all the games as they're happening and he makes a big calls. So I imagine that's pretty much how they're going down the line as well. Snags, you, you crack me up. You crack me up. But how hard does it come to the decision penalty Rangers? Do you know what I mean? How hard is that? Well, I, I, I don't know, Scott. You know, sometimes I watch a bit of tennis and, you know, sometimes they get out of play in that and then, you know, the umpire <laughs> makes a decision. That's how easy I think it will fucking help policies. Fuck <laughs> no, I'm just saying yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you crack me up, man. You crack me up. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, it, someday I'll just have a wee chap on the door, pass the wee envelope in and that's it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty simple. It's straightforward transaction. We should give the we should give the VAR referees the the wee Rangers graphic penalty to Rangers shoot them out save time and they can we just stick it on absolutely absolutely Gio and and I think um, the how I would envisage it working for the full time VAR person I think because there's two I think they'll be split uh, obviously across different fixtures and they normally lead the VAR team which will obviously rotate with different referees that aren't on duty at the time but they'll be responsible for obviously watching the main monitor communicating with the referee on the pitch. And watching the MLS baseball in this spare time. <laughs> MLB, MLB. And some, and some, and some fucking Dennis while they're at it. Hey, it looks like after all. How about, how about Dodge juggling? Would <laughs> <laughs> like to know who the two independents are that are going to be involved in checking in them? I seen this, but this is there's going to be independent <laughs> ex players and next managers and whatever that are going to sit on a panel that's going to say, "Oh, I understand that decision and why you've done it." But blah, 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 blah. It's bomber we, brown after we, <laughs> we can exclusively <laughs> reveal who they are going to be tonight, but you can't tell him. You can't tell, especially no them either. Kevin Thompson and Alan Harden, and when they get tired. It's going to be Alex Ray and Alan McCoyst. Shh, don't tell him. By the way, that'll be a rumour by fucking... What? <laughs> 11 o'clock tomorrow or something like that. Um, I think 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Sifuentes signed today. Jose Sifuentes. Okay. Did a wee bit of digging on him. Not clips or anything like that, because as I said, I'm not doing that this season with the signings. It's not happening. But I had a wee look at him. Somebody said on on Sky the wee ticket at the bottom and said that he'd signed for twelve million. What happened there was somebody went on the transfer market the same as me and seen that his value is actually twelve million and thought, oh, Rangers must have paid twelve million for him. We'll just fuck Easy. that along the bottom. <laughs> Decimal place was a couple of points out. Makes sense. Not Makes quite sense. like that. <laughs> like that was lazy journalism. I don't need to be a journalist. I was lazy to look at it, but that's how much the guy is apparently worth. Twelve million euros. Gio, we were talking about legs in the middle of the park. Having legs to get about the park. It's one thing they've done better than us in the last two, three years. Well, two years that they've they've won the title. We have to fix that. We have to address that. Um, and I'm hoping that, well, Dowell looks as though he's got, you know, the engine to get about the park. I'm hoping Sifuentes adds to that. Raskin, we know all about. Cantwell, we know all about. Um, the signs are, are positive in that regard. But again... He's not been there for pre-season. He's been playing, so he's sharp. Um, it's just a case of getting the international clearance, getting him integrated with the team and getting him right in about it like a dog-eating beetroot. That's it, man. We, we, again, we did talk about the fact that, you know, at times, and especially in the big games, we, we lacked that energy in midfield, didn't we? Um, now, again, we've got the likes of Cantwell, now we've added Kieran Dow, who in pre-season showing up reasonably well and, and his energy around the pitch. But 
in in Lord Lundstrom, as Snags used to love to call him. You know, he, but besides that, we sort of six month period where we're in Europe and the UEFA Cup or the Europa League run, he hasn't really shown us that box to box. You know that we were expecting from him. So you know, and and Jack obviously has been brilliant at times, but again, he he lacks the consistency to go through a full season and give you forty five games or whatever it may be. So you know, I think Bean, Michael Beans looked at that and went. We do need to, to bring a wee bit more energy and a wee bit more legs into that midfield. And I think he, he is trying to address that. Like you said, that this Fuentes deal, I can I'm still trying to get used to that. Fuentes. See, <laughs> mate, it's, it's, it's Argentinian. It's Fuentes. Um, Fuentes. Yeah, look, I, I, again, we, we spoke briefly about it earlier about how the, the boy from Brighton, Casido, Moise Casido, he he played they play together in midfield, you know. He could be plucked out of nowhere and be worth 12 million. Whether or not that happens or not, we don't know. But I don't think Michael Bay will have chased him this long not to try and get him into the team as quickly as possible. This weekend has obviously came too soon, but hopefully maybe even for the, for midweek and try and get him a run out in the, in the European game. Jimmy Duff says, what is it with you guys? Baseball and new tennis. Am I on the wrong pod? <laughs> no, you're not. Listen. Correct. That snow yeah. sounds just really right. fucking bad. It's all for me. I love it. I'm oh, keeping it. I'm keeping it. It was somebody <laughs> obviously eating their dinner when they done it. Um, Covey's nice. also giving us you know, some inspiration and quotes for kids. Love that. Right here, it's across the board. Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift. That is why it's called the present. There you go, Jimmy. That's what you get like in the that. podcast. That's good. Okay. That's mm. key. Things like that. that Living the moment. So Fuentes has uh, it, well, his honours here. I've wrote them down. He won the he was an MLS Cup champion in 21-22 with Los Angeles. He also won the Supporters Shield in 21-22. And in 2019, he won the under-20 South American Championship. So he's won a couple of things in the last couple of years. Um, he's 16 caps for Ecuador and he's made his debut at 20 years of age. So listen, we're po- we're we're I would say Scott, sorry, mate. What what you were saying earlier to me as well about if you if you look at the positions he's actually played as well, he yeah. seems to have covered practically everywhere, hasn't he? Yes, he has, mate. And he's he's even played up front one game. He's played out yeah. wide left one game, out wide right one game. He's played a, an advanced attacking midfield role. He's played a holding role. He's played centre midfield. If nothing else, he's going to bring versatility. Um, and again, being able to get about the, the pitch and that's that's. Listen, energy's got to be huge for his pace, you know, legs, being able to go long into games. Our fitness last year was absolutely atrocious for being probably the fit, one of the fittest teams in Europe the year before. Uh, just need to go back to the semi-final and the, the, uh, the Europa League, the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. We were powering by them the final against Hearts, even though we had a mental blow at getting beaten penalties. Never mind the physical exertion that, that also, you know, that was put into that as well. So we need to get back to that. I heard, was it Yanis Hadji saying it's probably been the toughest pre season he's ever he's ever had as a professional yeah. football player. I think that is very, 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 very positive um, for us. Jack Butland is going to be the heartthrob into the Rangers support this year. He is, especially the females. He is, it's mental, man. Uh, he has a good looking fella, to be fair to him. To be fair. Snags, Snags is a bit of Butland about him, doesn't he? <laughs> Snags. I mean, Butland's got a bit of me about him, mate. That's what you mean. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, older. Don't, don't. I'm older than him. Just a wee bit, just a wee bit. By about twenty years, <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. Scott, tell fans. the Hulk story again. 
we'll save that for later in the season. Save that, yeah, save that for another It's too good, it's too good to rush. That okay, that's gold. Um, but what what, one thing by the way that we are bringing back this this season is, and remember, remember, we used to do Paul, remember, we used to do Battle Fever Europe, Mm. where we used to preview you know our, our European ties and all that. Mind that. Happy Halcyon days. Yes, well, it's come back. Yay! Yes, the Champions League returns to Ibrox on Wednesday night as we take on Servet in the third round qualifier, hoping to make the playoff round. Battle Fever Europe will be back on Tuesday night to bring you all the latest ahead of that one. A huge match so early on in the season. We'll only have played one um, league game, of course, leading into it. But Rangers should be ready. We've got to be ready. We need to make the Champions League. That's what big clubs do. See you Tuesday, live at 8 on the Battle Fever Network. Talking there without my lips moving, see that? (laughs) (laughs) Does everyone see the sexy new graphics as well? I can't even take credit for these. How's the grey down up there? I've got a good teacher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, even, I can't even believe you are doing some good ventriloquism there. I mean, you're, you're just, good, isn't it? Yeah, you're like Cardi B. Sing along, honest. <laughs> look at Paul. Put like a Paul down with the kids and all talking about Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B. By the way, both <laughs> Spain, England on that anthem there. Yes, that's how we're no driven by making money on this podcast. Mm. That's how we're all skint, haven't we? Fucking that's how Snagsy's donating prints because we play tunes like that and stuff like that, and then get told you can't make any money after this podcast because you've done just breached copyright. So fucking appreciate <laughs> what we do. Okay, there you go. And links at the bottom. Buys a beer. Buy the Snagsy some new prints. <laughs> <laughs> Mo did, Mo did buy his a coffee, lads. Much, much for that one. We're going to set it up with a QVC style channel. In the <laughs> this one signed by the Invincible Squad. <laughs> so, yeah, fine, England. But we will be back live here on the Battlefield Network on Tuesday night at eight o'clock for Battlefield Europe previewing Rangers against Servet. So, we're no dinging that completely this is obviously leading into the commander game and then we'll preview that one we might even be back the following pre-match before the away the return leg oh, we will we will Twitter we will. okay we will we will we will Laney we says you're all appreciated guys thanks very much thanks very much Aww. right predictions for Saturday first and foremost Paul C's I'm starting with you right. given the pitch is a leveller Gollum's the uh, the referee. Daniel Rangers. Oh, how many penalties? Three. <laughs> Three of course. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Gio, your predictions. I'm going to be a wee bit more conservative and go with Libby as well. I'm going to go two nil. Two nil. Two nil. Nice. But I would um... love to be like Jay Gallagher and say six. <laughs> Snagsy. Do you know what, mate? I would love us. Absolutely love us to keep a clean sheet, but you know, six one. <laughs> I was about to make the clean sheet point that there's a lot of people who've watched us in pre-season yet are going with Rangers to keep a clean sheet. Listen, I'll be really I mean, surely Connor Golson's going to be back. He took part in training this week. 
would love to see um, John Suter playing in beside him as well. And, and, and given how sort of well he started preseason, you know, so it's going to be really interesting to sort of defensively what he puts out as well. I mean, it could be a total, total two, two totally different sort of centre halves going in. Yeah, I'm going three one, three one to the famous get off with three points. Oh, yeah, I've great. got a fucking great prize. I mean, who wouldn't they want this in their house? Yes, the Buffalo. Here, apparently, apparently, sending for Watford. Fuck him and fucking Porteous. Porteous. That'll be oh funny. God. <laughs> That'll be funny. Best, best go, pals. They didn't Excuse go me, what's that? Don't put season. them in my fantasy Premier League team. <laughs> um, hold on, wait a wee minute. Paul was asking, or Paul was saying, you're dinging my question from before. Mate, I thought I answered your question. I don't know. You did? I thought I did. Ask it again. We'll see, because I don't know what question you're talking about now. Um, I am going 3-1 on Saturday. I think we will... We'll get the business done. I think it'll be... I'm not sure if the performance will be quite there, given all the the levelers that are at play with the referee. <laughs> but as long as they get the three points and out the door, I'm quite happy. And then we can focus on taking a, a decent lead to Switzerland um, and taking care of Livy as well at Ibrox next week. Um, predictions for the season ahead. No. It's pointless on any of the any podcast we day to say who do you think is going to win the league? Because nobody's going to sit here and say we think Celtic's going to win the league. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> nobody would watch us, would they? So and nobody is believe it either. We all obviously think our team's going to win the league. So we've got four winners, Rangers here, right? Okay, let's just get that earned done me. Second, we're not going to go through them by the way, but Celtic will likely finish runners up, of course, in their rightful spot. Um, in terms of relegation, who do we think is going to going to exit the league by the end of the season? And will someone go via the playoffs as well? Because that championship has a few big teams in it that, I don't mean big teams as in stature, I mean teams that have been in the Premier League quite a lot in the last few years. Um, thinking Dundee United, <laughs> back down there again. <laughs> we were so... Um, so, Paul, it sees, who do we think is going to, A, get relegated, and B, is there going to be somebody in the playoff going down to? I think Dundee will probably go down. I, I, I do think they'll probably go down, and I think, um, I think, I think Kelly could be in trouble um, with regards to uh, a relegation dogfight, um, probably along with Ross County, the way it's about the same as it were last season. Purely, uh, Kelly's um, thing is because of a, a transition, as we've alluded to earlier on. So unless their team settles down quite quickly, they could be in trouble. I think St. Johnson. Unfortunately, yeah. Season. I was going to say yeah. St. Johnson, but they've had a stinker as well. Yeah, they've had <laughs> a stinker again, so far. St. Martin had a stinker as well one year. It was it last year in the League Cup groups as well, and then went on and they finished fifth or something like that. So who yeah. knows? But ultimately, the most important thing, lads, and I'm not going to get around everybody and see who's going to get relegated because let's face it, we don't fucking care, do we? <laughs> what, what I'm just getting at is here, I'm just emphasising the point that Rangers are going to win the league. 56 is incoming, and that's us on the road to greatness once more. Anything else want to add, Eton? I would really like. Uh, just plastic pitches FCs all to go down. I would love that. I, I, I would love uh, we Davy Martindale to, to go down and then get a job straight away again managing a big club because he's a bit of a legend. You're going to friend um, of the podcast and you wanted me to go down. That's fucking shocking. But, but then get offered a bigger job. Uh, obviously, <laughs> well, like, like Real Madrid or something. 
Ah, I don't know do, but that'd be a good step up for him. How about he gets how about he gets he gets offered a job, he takes it, and then Livy go down. That way, it's not tarnishes reputation. That'd be better. Aye, that'd be better. So hopefully, all those plastic pitches can get relegated because they're just the biggest load of shit. Get them in the fucking bin. A lot. Get them in the bin, Paul. Get them in the bin. That's it, mate. Um, superstitions. Has any superstitions jumped to in the chat to anybody? Has anybody else want to add a late addition in for the superstition before a game? There's some people joined the pod later on, so we asked yeah. Snagsy asked what your superstition. Is before a Rangers game. What do you have to do? Or if you, if you don't do it, then Rangers get beat or drop points or whatever. Paul, do you have any superstitions? Bathing with my Rangers duck. No, I'm only joking. I don't. Um... <laughs> fever after that. I don't. I don't. I, 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 I genuinely, I genuinely, I genuinely don't have any superstitions. I really don't. I'm not a superstition person. It's not my thing. So, but no. So I would say. No, I don't have any no, no, I'm not accepting that because when I ask you for predictions, usually you go, I'm not giving you a prediction because every time I get a prediction, Rangers get beat. You yeah, just give yeah, that's, because, that's, the, that's no, 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 that's in big games, I tend not to. All oh, right, okay, right, okay, I see. Gio, any superstitions? No, mate, just usually shake myself, uh, most of the time, nervous energy, not not literally or figuratively either, just 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 you know, getting nervous, nervous excitement, but not really, mate, no, no, um. No, none that I can think of. Just usually waste a can of deodorant, spraying fucking deodorant because I'm crapping myself that much. <laughs> I used to, I'll go, I'll get snags in a minute, but I used to, because ultimately he's the man that's picked this question, but I used to um, have a pair of Union Jack boxer shorts and I used to always have Ooh. to wear them. Mate, picture is not true. <laughs> picture, it's, picture it's not true he's, he's got them on now <laughs> no no they should be fresh for Saturday nobody wants to see that it, it, got, it got to the point actually where I had to realise that actually the team were just shy at times that was to do the but as of now I'm sure the, the famous one that everybody does when they leave Ibrooks, you batter the top bit and that's that's a superstition if you don't do that you go back and do it otherwise you get beat the following week um, there'll be some people who have to wear a specific top, like, well, when we were in Amsterdam, and of course they dressed me up as Bo Peep, because I hate the bitch, right? Long story, probably no for this podcast, or Jimmy Duffy will graph his fucking But, um, we were playing Celtic in the Old Firm at Parkhead, the last Old Firm game at Parkhead uh, last season, and I said, if Rangers win today, I'm going to have to wear this again. Every Old Firm match. <laughs> and you know that way, you're thinking... Fuck it, I'll just wear it for every game if we win every game. <laughs> but here's but here's here's the thing. It, it, even even a couple of Celtic fans were like, you know, I, we don't mind if we lose today to watch that for the rest of the season, isn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mo and uh, Lenny are saying they can't reach the top bit, so they can't hit it. Snagsy, any superstitions, mate? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not really I'm not really into it, but my two dugs they like to um, eat pictures of Chris mm. Sutton before matches. Um, just something like to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Your dogs are staunch as fuck. <laughs> you know it. You know it. He didn't speak to me for about four days after I did that you know, podcast thing. He was on. Didn't he speak to me. Um, was there any any that jumped to us? There's been a few came in. Pray for heavy showers when playing the fuzzy felt pitches. <laughs> Good for Aberdeen Scott people. Ah, wouldn't have went to Pitodri in that outfit. Fuck that. Certainly not carrying that sheep anyway. <laughs> oh no, 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 fuck that. I know. I even had a wee teddy sheep, didn't I? Carrying about with in Amsterdam. There was actually you looked after her really well. 
there was children looking at me so weirdly. There was dogs looking at me like they're emotionally people. scarred. All those all those wee Dutch kids are emotionally scarred for life now, aren't they? Aye, Toy Story's now fucked in Holland because of me. It's the, it's, the, it's the fact we let you walk ahead of us. We hung back slightly. That's that's probably why. They probably go, what the fuck's really here? We just pissed ourselves laughing at you. Is the amount, I mean, they all had T-shirts on in the Toy Story writing that said Scott's Stag 23 and all this stuff on it. Um, and there's people coming up to me and going, are you Scott? <laughs> Because see if I'm wrong, I'm nowhere near the fucking bet. <laughs> so don't get me wrong though, I got a few people handing me a beer and whatever else. So that was quite nice. Bottle of wine. There was I'm a load of, of wine. There was a load of brides wanting to come up and get a photo with me. That was quite nice too. So ah, well, you know, I mean brides on their hen, obviously. Um so that was quite nice as well. But aye, aye, I'm I'm not thankful we get beat off Celtic that day because I would have took it. Just if Rangers won, I would have took the fucking... Who cares? Just keep the outfit on. But obviously that that never happened. But when Tav equalised, I was shitting myself. I've genuinely genuinely never seen you sort of being so subdued for celebrating the Rangers goal. Yeah! (laughs) Is so that next time going to Panama? It's okay, Scott. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> what hold you to this? Fun my sheep again, yes. Um, <laughs> so I MD jump out. No, nobody see MD. Will we roll it over and date on the pot? Date on Twitter. Aye, aye, we'll do that. Out. We'll roll it out to social that. media. We'll take note of everybody who's said stuff here tonight as well, um, and we'll we'll get a few more uh, comments on Twitter and see if there's any other weird superstitions. And then we'll we'll let, we'll send them to Snags because he's not on Twitter, but we'll send them to Snags and he can pick the winner. Okie dokie. Yeah. That pretty much wraps up the last show before the season. I listened to Slayer before every old film came. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> nice. Nice. What about a wee, what about a quick we uh, uh guess the lineup? Oh, right, go for it. Let's do it quickly. Go for it. You want a host Alan, Mac- Alan McGregor and Nets. <laughs> <laughs> Stop there. Stop there. Right, so um, goals. Let's face it, right? Let's do a pod. Butland's going to be in goals. Right back. Tav. Tav. Yeah. Centre half. Yeah. Golson. Left centre half. Suter. Left back. This is a contentious one because we've got Barisic and we've got Rudvan. I think he'll stick with trying to test it and go with Barisic. Okay, and by the way, I've no forgot Paul's question. We'll ask that before we go as well. Going to midfield, Michael Beale has been playing with what a three in midfield, a one ahead, one ahead of them, and two up top. So presuming he goes with that again, let's pick three midfielders. Paul sees a left-hander midfield. If I go double. Yep, Raskin would be central, I would imagine, and yeah, then he'll probably go with Todd Cantwell um, on the other side, and then it's it's the the front three, if you like. You've got to say, Snags, that Sam Lammers would start in that kind of attack. And do you chuck Danilo in with Dessers? Aye. Fuck he's yeah. favoured Seema, though, nice. in every single, every single pre-season game. He's favoured Abdullah Seema up top. Could mm. do a break. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at leggy, hasn't yeah, he, Snags? He's looking at tired. tired. Uh, just, uh, a tough pre-season. Just a wee day off, mate. Doesn't like plastic pitches anyway, I've heard so. I, I don't think you're going to really spend good. close to five million quid on a player and not start him over a loan signing. That's, that's yeah, exactly. just my opinion. But, yeah. You know, the, yeah, the big yeah, lad. Yeah. You know, the, the, he, he has the big lads look 
same as looked okay in stages. He's looked good in flashes, but again, I think he might, I might go, he might go with his two, his two main targets for the season, which were two big strikers. I believe Paul's question was: from all the new signings, what one player are you looking forward to the most through the season? I don't know if we can narrow it down to one because there's a lot no, of noise. Cifuentes, there's a lot of noise about Danilo. I would say they two for me probably joint two. Butland also comes in that as well, because I think Butland could be key as this season, but Paul, is there any one that sticks out or two that stick out for you? Well, I mean, as you say, there's a lot of noise about Cifuentes. Um, Danilo, I'm looking forward to seeing playing um, on just on pre-season alone. Lammers has looked uh, pretty decent, so mm. one of those three. So everybody, everybody, Paul, it's just everybody. <laughs> well, the six, the six more to choose from, but yeah. I know Luby's picking Jack Butlin because obviously he's, he's, a, he's a good looking lad but he, I mean he actually came out for some crosses at the weekend there against Hoffenheim and he was brilliant and he was maybe re- literally beyond the six yard box he came out at halfway oh, into his own ah, he came out and he came out to yes. you as well Paul Beautiful. so and we for so long we've been starved of that haven't we <laughs> an actual yeah. goalkeeper that will come out and claim a ball so I'm looking forward to seeing him and, and, and having a having I think he's carrying on from McGregor and on obviously being really vocal at the back and a strong leader at the back, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him how he performs. Gio, but, what I will yes. say is, what I will say is, if you're looking forward to seeing uh, Jack Butland doing well and, and playing well and good saves, I think the defence in the midfield are letting him fucking down. We don't want to see that. We want to see him a quiet game. No, 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 absolutely. But, you know, we're, obviously we're going to have a couple of games this season where we're going to be under. Nah, and, no, you know, no, no, no. Key moments, Gio. You're right, no, mate. I'm with you. No. Key moments, buddy. I'm with you. He, to, he might only have to make one or two sides of the match, but he has to make them. So that's the, that's the key. That's what McGregor was the master at. Um, Snagsy, John's really right in this that let's hope all the new signings do well for a change. We can't have any failures, yes. really. We need to have every right. single one of them, right? Um, is there anyone though that sticks out for you? Uh, well, Lammers probably. I mean, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing to see him uh, perform against the shitty teams in the Scottish Premier League, mate, and absolutely rip them up. <laughs> uh, buzzing for it. Absolutely buzzing for it. Um, only, I mean, the one wee concern I've got, but he's starting to come into it a wee bit now. His fitness is improving. His dessers. I wasn't yeah. too convinced with him, but actually he's shown a couple of glimpses the last couple of games, yeah. and I thought mm, maybe there is a player in there. So looking forward to see what happens with him, but a development now. Well, that's how it might be Danilo and Adela Seema that's up top on Saturday. But there's only way of getting minutes into Dessers, and that's by playing him and just persevering and, and, and keeping going. So so let's see what happens. Plastic Pitch, do you think Plastic Pitch will come into Bill's thinking of the choice of the team? Yes, that's why he came out of roof and Tom Lawrence probably won't be anywhere near it on Saturday because, let's face Aye. it, they are sitting up central. So, and Correct. by the way, the same for Suter as well. So, Aye. you know, it, it might well it might well play a part. That it's got to be horses for courses this year when you pick mm. players for certain games and fitness will come into that as well. Did you see, uh, Did you just before we go, did you see the mm. comment McBain made about Dessers last week, obviously, after he scored a goal against Hoffenheim? He, he, he said he remained, I think he said he reminded him, or he, he's the type of player who will arrive late in the box. So it's obvious that he's not going to really play as an out and out winger or as a, as, a, as, a, as a number nine through the middle, that he is going to come from that. Probably in a way that like Scott Arfield, you know, although yeah. Scotty Arfield played more as a, as a central midfielder and came onto the ball, but he did say he likes that and he's obviously very good in the air and he's, and he's very good technically. I mean, that's one thing that's impressed me. I know every, that's whole thing. He's got great feet for a big guy, but he really does. You know, he, he's very good technically on the ball as well, which is good to see. So I'm looking forward, like Snags, to seeing him as well. But look, we're, we're spoiled for choice this season. Aren't we? We've nine, nine signings and it's 
uh, like like some of the guys in the comments said, they were looking forward to every single one of them doing well. And Nick Bale will sort of live and die by his sins this season, won't he? Because if, if they work, then he does well and we'll win leagues and we'll win cups. And if we don't, then, you know, we could be looking for a new manager next year. But let's hope, let's hope that doesn't happen. Ryan Jack to contribute via his PS5. And on that note, <laughs> we shall leave it at that. Is he playing fucking Assassin's Creed with Snags and Wasp? Sorry about that. <laughs> He's got a DOE secret, DOE secret gaming group and all that you don't tell us about, eh? You and Ryan Jack uh, and CJ and all those ones all jumping yep, on and having yep, your wee secret yep. games. Exactly that, all of that. The wee Xbox club, eh? The wee Xbox club. I didn't play online, mate. I'm a proper no. old Xbox dad. No, I didn't play online. <laughs> mate, I love it. I'm the same with my PlayStation. I don't play online or anything like that. I just, I just do old school like console stuff. You know what I mean? Like, used to <laughs> years ago before internet actually was a thing. Um, exactly, Scott. You'll have to I, tell everybody. Know the way you, you know the way you're going to tell everyone your Hulk Hogan story. You'll have to tell everyone your football manager story. You know where 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 his soon to be wife was got the girls over for a wee party, and Scott took himself upstairs and got a packet of crisps and the two liter of coke and the, the fucking laptop in front of him, and just had four hours of playing football manager. He thought it was the best night ever. <laughs> I love it. She's on her head. I, this yeah, week, she, 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 fucking she, four hours of playing it every day, all day, every day. <laughs> Can yeah. I just say, by oh. the way, that, that, that Gio doesn't want this podcast to end because we've been trying to end it since about 57 minutes. Oh, and every time oh, you do, oh, Scott, can we just, Scott, Scott, please, can we, can we just, 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 I'm done. The quest for 56 is about to begin. Our job is to get behind the team big time and roll them on. And hopefully Michael Beale and his, his transfer um, signings that he's made are going to hit the ground running and Rangers are going to be ready to go uh, this season. If no, we can't take another long-ass season. We can't take another fucking disappointment every time we turn the corner season. It needs to be positive. Think back to 20... What was it? 2021? We don't want the body. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully at the end of the season we have another four five hour long pod yes. celebrating 56 Paul and Gio will definitely be on that one because they try and turn this one and it would be a four five hour pod Paul will get the guitar out again he'll fall asleep online Jody will sing fuck it you might even see G back at some point you never know <laughs> yes <laughs> I voted, you know, JB, you need to do it. <laughs> hey, Scott, Scott see, uh, see, before we go, I just want to say that I won uh, the best prize in the numbers raffle hang, right? Because my prize is that I'm getting to come up to Scotland and watch the Kilmarnock game. No, the Kilmarnock game. The Ross County game with Jeeb's Monda and Jeeb's Hoos yeah. with Simi. Yeah. You know that. That's what I'm doing. By the way, joking. I know I'm trying to wrap this up, but I did forget, and you're right. See, before Pop we go. Very quickly. Sum up the museum for us, please. It's excellent. Um, I'll just, I will do very quickly, Snacks. It is what the best thing the club have done in years. It will take you about an hour, an hour and a half to go around if you read every, if you read everything and look at everything. Um, it's wonderful, honestly. It's tremendous. First time in Everson House. Um, the museum's upstairs. Go to it. I implore you. Go to it. They've got everything there from the club, everything from the original, original models, the, the from uh, Archibald uh, Leach for the 
for the main stand. Right through to Drew McIntyre presenting the club with that WWF belt. Uh, go and e. see it. It's amazing. E. E. WWE e. belt. I am my old school. I'm on the I'm on the old school. Um, yeah, go what to it. it. It's amazing. amazing. Love it. Love it. And yes, thank you, Mo. Looks brilliant. And sorry, Mo, again. Morning, Rangers. Hope your team... No, Paul does. Hope your team wins. Go, Paul. Hope your team wins, folks. Morning, Rangers. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be. It's red faucet is beautiful and steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle fever coming over me. And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.